For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to Nation Talk. Tonight is a best of Nation Talk a program. One of from one of the episodes that's been uh, archived. But we'll be back on next week. More of Nation Talk, especially week of the election. Enjoy your Sunday and enjoy the program. Now, Jesus, Conversation call one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call the number five. 
and a grocer, and a hunter, and a mayor, and other workers, all of them bringing the gifts of their trades. What they produced during the week, they offered in honor of Christ. This is Howard Budd, Jr. of Laity Lodge. This Christmas, we too can offer our work, our family, our leisure, and our everyday lives in honor of Christ. Whatever we produce is a gift to God in the high calling of our daily work. For more information, visit ourdailywork.org. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk Show, Jam Radio Productions, Sodia.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Of course, the Iran Agreement. Now, I'm going to 
sort of both sides of the aisle. And I, I believe, and I believe it's um, the Republicans that's saying.
think Secretary Kerry is doing a fine job for us.
deal with Iran. Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu said he would be speaking with him and with other concerned allies in the region. When you hear of the inevitable critics, the deal found off. And the president pleaded with members of Congress, some of whom have voiced strong opposition to the administration's course. Thank you. 
Rachel and Khomeini, Hamene would agree to. And Daryl Lachman of Bloomberg News, we thank you. Hmm. Is this question still remains? Is this still going to be a win-win situation? And will Iran keep its promise? Kind of like trust you, but we don't trust you. Next up, we will know it. This is definitely a direct quote from the president. We will we'll know. So, here's a, a small clip. Secretary State has said, Secretary Kerry, his comment or his statement that is on on deal. Are here. 
they aren't, we have provisions that empower us to deal with that. Ultimately, the parameters that we have agreed to will do exactly what we set out to do. Make certain that all pathways to make enough missile material for one nuclear weapon have been cut off. Nation Talk will continue. If there was an emergency and your family was separated, would everyone know where to meet? For more information on making an emergency plan, go to ready.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Paul McCartney on behalf of RAD. If you're drinking, you can't drive my car or any car. And remember, don't drink and drive. It's just not worth it.
tragic situation that that uh, it touched my heart.
witness to the to the um what happened. Get away out from 
is good. So we we jumped, some jumped, some uh, opened some some opening from the fence, and uh, got the way ways out.
Ms. Dakuba, any time then she says that uh, I'm suffocating inside here. My uh, roommates have been uh, murdered already. Then she says, now na kifo. Kwani hawaleti watu kutuokuwa hapandani. Then she goes on to say, sawa, aki use just pray for me. Kuna kilori kimekuja, sijueki na pomoa nini. So this is the experience that she can be in a position to decipher from inside the hotel. She says that Kwani KDF hawakuji. So this is the communication they've gotten from one of the students saying that he has been in touch with the lady student who is still hold up in the door of the hotel. Of course, we cannot tell the name of that student for the sake of our security and the family is bearing in mind the sensitivity of this matter. At the same time, Kubatu, as we landed at the Garissa airstrip, we've been able to see the governor of this county, that is Nasif Jama, together with the governor of Tana River, that is Hussein Dado, who is also the security committee chairperson of the Council of Governors. So they have been at the airstrip and they have met some of the students who are counting at that site. So about 120 or so, if I may estimate, some of the students were there. Some of them, they are so frustrated. You can see their faces. They are really agitated by what is happening. So the governors have said that this has to stop. It has to be given a resolution. So, so far, we have also been able to learn that Apart from the military uh, camp that is at the Garissa Airstrip, and uh, there's also students who are camping here at the police station, and uh, the others are somewhere within town. So that, that is near the prison. So uh, they are there trying to see if they can get some accommodations. But they, now the governor says that uh, in, a, in, in, uh, in a form of restoring uh, uh, what you may call sobriety, or rather trying to console the students who have been affected, they'll be trying to give them some accommodation and at least some food that they can freshen up, bearing in mind that they are so traumatized. Of course, uh, we have some exclusive pictures from what has been happening at that site. And uh, even as we landed, Alex, we are also able to see some of the patients who have uh, survived uh, this attack. We, we saw some five patients who had some gunshot uh, injuries uh, on, on different parts of their body, so they were uh, being ferried to the airstrip, and they'll, then they'll be flown to Nairobi uh, for specialized attention. We spoke to some of the uh, officers handling them from the Kenya Red Cross and other humanitarian organizations. So they think that uh, their situation requires some more attention. So we are expecting that uh, they'll be landing in Nairobi in a few minutes, but at least they can be given some specialized. to inform the nation that early today terrorists attacked Garissa University College, killed and wounded several people, and have taken others hostage. Full details of casualties will be communicated in due course by the Cabinet Secretary for Interior and Coordination of National Government, who is coordinating operations with the Inspector General of Police in Garissa. On behalf 
behalf of my government, I extend condolences to the families of those who have perished in this attack. We continue to pray for the quick recovery of the injured and the safe rescue of those still being held hostage. I also assure the nation that my government has undertaken appropriate deployment to the affected area and is fully seized of the situation. I also take this opportunity to urge Kenyans to stay calm as we resolve this matter and to provide the authorities with any information they may have in connection with any threats to our security. This is a moment for everyone throughout the country to be vigilant as we confront and defeat our enemies. I also further direct the Inspector General of Police to take urgent steps and ensure the 10,000 recruits whose enrollment is pending promptly report for training at the Kenya Police College in Kiganjo. I take full responsibility for this directive. We as a country have suffered unnecessarily due to shortage of security personnel. Kenya badly needs additional officers, and I will not keep the nation waiting. I thank you very much for your attention. Your classmate forwarding a picture from your profile to everyone he knows. Some guys posting graphic comments about your body. And worst of all, your dad seeing a photo of you topless. All because of the time you posted those pictures on your profile. Anything you post online, anyone can see. Family, friends, and even not-so-friendly people. Visit CyberDipline.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Justice, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Jam Radio Network, Minister Kennedy Jenkins, the abused Alapine of Nation Talk, and unnecessary views of talk show, Jam Radio Productions, Sunnyhead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation
bit of a topic, and I just, I'm kind of confused with it, because who wants the religious freedom? Who are these people who want this um, religious freedom? Thank you. 
negative experiences with Indiana hospitality. But the backlash continues. Our own Lauren Kennedy sat down with one of the bills to get his reaction to the negative response. Senator Dennis Cruz, co-author of Senate Bill 101, Religious Freedom Restoration Act, written to protect those who make decisions based on religious beliefs. He's pleased Governor Pence signed it into law this morning, but he says he's disappointed in the negative public backlash. Indiana Governor Mike Benson is trying to clarify his 
it is about the Indiana law. What is different here that is so upset people in your view? Well, it's hard to tell. I mean, he's banning people going to Indiana when he has actually a stronger. When you look at the fact that Indiana, as you said, joins 19 other states plus the federal.
if it's a marriage which they have religious conviction in their uh, orthodox, substantiated religious views, there is no, there is, there are no religious views that would say you cannot service uh, someone of a different uh, race or, or of a different sexual orientation. That would never make it in court, and That's no what the supporters Christian of the law would advocate for that. I was in church on Palm Sunday while well, Republican Governor Mike Pence was giving an interview to ABC, and I can tell you that none of the parishioners, none of the people in my congregation are quaking in their boots about having to do business or sell services to get their gay or lesbian neighbors or friends. And they should this be free to live according to their beliefs. This is a way to live. Give Americans the freedom to live. I gotta go. Sorry, I gotta go. segment tonight, author Richard Dawkins is a committed atheist whose new book says evolution should be taught to every child, and faith-based beliefs like intelligent design are hooey. His book is called The Greatest Show on Earth, The Evidence for Evolution, and I spoke with Mr. Dawkins a few days ago. Now, when we last left you, uh, Mr. Dawkins, you were uh, selling your book, The God Delusion, big bestseller, uh, based on uh, atheism is good, and those of us who believe are kind of sappy. Now, I want to I show the audience the key part of that interview, and then we'll get to your new book, Roll the Tape. I'm throwing in with Jesus rather than throwing in with you guys because you guys can't tell me how it all got here. You guys don't. We're working on it. When you get it, then maybe I'll look at Well, no, I mean, if you look at the history of science over the, over the centuries, yeah. the amount that's, that's gained in knowledge each century is stupendous. In the beginning of the 21st century, we don't know everything. All right, when you guys figure it out, then you come back here and tell me, because until that time, I'm sticking with Judeo-Christian philosophy. So now, uh, tell me where I'm going wrong here. <clears throat> I believe in creative design. I believe in evolution. But I think it was overseen by a higher power, because as we just stated, and you acknowledge, you guys still haven't figured out how it all began. There's a great deal that science hasn't worked out, and we don't know how it all began. controversial new law in Indiana that opponents claim permits businesses to refuse service to same-sex couples on religious grounds. For that and more, we turn to our Politics Monday check-in. Tonight, Margaret Taleb, who is the White House and politics correspondent for Bloomberg News, and Susan Page, Washington Bureau Chief for USA Today. Join us. It's great to have both of you. It's good to be here. So let's talk about Indiana, Susan. Mike Pence, the governor, uh, made a big deal out of the fact he was signing this into law. He's been out defending it, including yesterday on the Sunday talk shows. Do you think that he and the people around him knew what they were stirring up? I don't think so. What a tidal wave that has caused today. You've got business leaders and union leaders and Democrats really taking uh, the governor and the state of Indiana past this law. Uh, you know, it's, and it's interesting because it's not very different, slightly different, not significantly different from the federal law that was passed in 1993 laws that have been passed in many other states, but man, the timing of this law and some of the provisions of the law have really uh, become part of the cultural debate in this country and part of the changing attitudes that we see towards same-sex marriage in particular. Right. In fact, we, I was going to wait a minute, but you mentioned the, 
uh, public attitude. Let's look at these uh, before I turn to you, Margaret. Uh, there's a few poll that was done. You can see this. They polled among Republicans. Among young Republicans, aged 18 to 29, 61% favor the idea of same-sex marriage, but among Republicans overall, it's significantly less, 39%. What does that say about where the Republican Party is, the future of the party on this issue? Well, this is a generational issue, just like it is with the Democratic Party and among independents, but there's a real wave. And, you know, it's interesting. The question for Mike Pence is, is this good for him politically, right? Uh, but it, it may actually be more difficult for Jeb Bush politically, for Rand Paul politically, for uh, Republican conservatives who want to be able to appeal either to young voters or to the center, to crossover voters, because it will force them to talk about the issue as well. Are they going to, how much is this going to be an issue? I mean, at this point, what do we, I mean, it certainly is getting huge attention. There's not a big divide in the Democratic Party. Democrats tend to support, they certainly support anti-discrimination laws, and they tend to support, uh, but there's a big divide in the Republican Party because you have these younger Republicans who say, What's the big deal? Of course we support same-sex marriage, but a big part of the Republican coalition, evangelical Christians, they, many of them feel very strongly opposed to the idea of same-sex marriage, very concerned about what they're seeing. Remember, we're going to have this uh, argument in the Supreme Court uh, in just a couple weeks over what may turn out to be a recognition of a constitutional right to same-sex marriage. You see evangelical Christians, such a powerful force in the Republican Party, being extremely alarmed about you mentioned the candidates. I mean, how do you, how do, how is it seen that the candidates are going to deal with this? And what about Mike Pence himself? Where, where does he stand right now in terms of announcing whether he's going to run or not? He certainly has hinted at it. There, absolutely, and he's been making the rounds at the Republican governors' conferences and all the sort of events that attract conservatives and different elements of the base. Uh, he's expected to maybe make a decision uh, in the next several weeks because he has to decide whether to run for another term for governor or whether, in fact, to go ahead and seek the presidency. And so uh, this is going to become, within the primary, to some extent, a litmus test, uh, especially as you see state after state, something like 20 states now, have some version of a law like this uh, that, that they've got on the books. The accumulation of these before the Supreme Court uh, considers this. And so, uh, absolutely, it's going to be a 2016 issue. Susan, what about among the, the shall we say, the, the conservative members of the Republican Party thinking about running for president? Why aren't they more concerned about these younger voters, younger Republicans with, with different interests? Because they have to get to the primaries before they can think about more general election kind of strategies. And they've got to think about Republican primary voters who tend to be older, tend to be more conservative, a lot of Tea Party conservatives, evangelical Christians in states like Iowa and South Carolina. You know, I don't think Mike Simpson's problem is that he signed this law or defends it. I think it's that he defended it so poorly yesterday. He was on one of the Sunday shows and was really not responsive to a series of questions about how this law, what impact this law would have. Would it allow a florist to refuse to provide flowers to a gay marriage, to a, to a gay couple getting married? And he said, we're going to have a Republican nominee who probably supports a religious freedom law, but I think they need to have some kind of better explanation about what it means and how it would work. It was interesting. He kept turning it back to the question, George. You're asking the wrong question. Let's talk about the other side of the political ledger. There were some stories, Margaret, over the weekend about uh, the yet-to-be-announced Hillary Clinton campaign for president. Some interesting reporting on what the thinking is inside the Hillary Clinton camp about the role of former president Bill Clinton. Everybody's going to be asking, what is Bill Clinton going to be doing? Of course, we got a little taste of that in 2008 when she ran the plan. But what is, what is it? I mean, is it seen that he's a plus, that he's a minus, that he's both? Overwhelmingly, he's a 
but when he's a minus 10, he can really be a minus 10. You know, the concern for the soon-to-be-announced Clinton campaign, we believe, is twofold. One is, um, will he sort of step on her message or contradict what she's trying to do? But the second is, will she overshadow him, and will that highlight the weaknesses that she sometimes has in um, communicating her softer side or, or sort of having the instinctive political skills that he was so good at? So it's on both of those. And I think what we're going to see is a real effort to try to coordinate that message between his staffers and her staffers, assuming this goes forward, and to try to get him um, always behind the scenes helping her to gain things out, but being, tr trying to be selective and when he's out of phone. Yeah, they're thinking of a lot, there's some of them thinking about how to control Bill Clinton, well, good one. <laughs> you know? uh, he's a guy who I think will defy being controlled. I mean, he definitely wants to be humble. He's very much supportive of his wife's candidacy and very much a defender of her. Uh, but the idea that they can get him on her message or prevent him from saying what he actually thinks, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's hard to imagine. I mean, we saw it in 2008, but again, this time, it is hard to imagine playing the number two role. But he's, one thing to keep in mind, two things, 65% approval rating, Margaret looked up right before the show, that's, that's better than, you know, Hillary Clinton or Barack his, Obama. His, his rating is higher, than, is higher than, any, any, than any other politician. The other is, what an effective campaigner he is. How, easy, how, how great is he at explaining complicated things as we saw as the Democrats. But Judy, on the flip side, the thing to look for is as a campaign that we expect to be announced to uh, how many reporters get attached to the Bill Clinton beat because if the coverage of Bill Clinton, it will be very difficult for them to control the message of the Or tranquil with Terrence. Or find serenity with Sebastian. A man in every room is a fantasy. But you can have all the Renews It Aromatherapy scents in pearls and cones. Renews It. Ranger station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh -huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face -face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. Get your Smokey on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, this is Donnie McClickin, and I've got a personal note that I'd really like to drop in your spirit today. I want you to understand 
Bible says in Proverbs 10 and 22, it says, The blessing of God makes us rich and adds no sorrow. This richness that it's speaking of deals with our lives being full, our lives being complete, our joy being prevalent and noticed, us being seen as someone who profits in God. The richness of God deals with a soul that is healed, a spirit that is in touch with Jesus. Our lives being rich is having our family whole, is having our friends close, and even our enemies reconciled. Blessings of God makes us rich and take your sorrows away. This is John Mayer for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. On stage, it's fun to push the limits and see where it takes me. Off stage, it's a different story. Get behind the wheel of a car after you've been drinking and you risk causing a crash, hurting, or even killing someone. When you're enjoying a few drinks, know your limit and don't push it. Plan ahead and give up the keys. You'll make it a safer weekend for everyone. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Yo. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of Talk to Generated Productions, Sunnyhead.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Direct from our newsroom in Washington, in color, this is the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite and Russ Hodge in Memphis, Tennessee, Dan Rather in New York, Bernard Calvin in Saigon, Marvin Calvin in Wellington, New Zealand, and Berkwent in Quezon, South Vietnam. Good evening. Dr. Martin Luther King, the apostle of nonviolence in the civil rights movement, has been shot to death in Memphis, Tennessee. Police have issued an all-point bulletin for a well-dressed young white man seen running from the sea. Officers also reportedly chased and fired on a radio-equipped car containing two white men. Dr. King was standing on the balcony of a second-floor hotel room tonight when, according to a companion, a shot was fired from across the street. In the friend's words, the bullet exploded in his face. Police, who have been keeping a close watch over the Nobel Peace Prize winner because of Memphis' turbulent racial situation, were on the scene almost immediately. They rushed the 39-year-old Negro leader to a hospital where he died of a bullet wound in the neck. Police said they found a high-powered hunting rifle about a block from the hotel, but it was not immediately identified as the murder weapon. Mayor Henry Loeb has reinstated the dusk-to-dawn curfew he imposed on the city last week when a march led by Dr. King erupted in violence. Governor Buford Ellington called out 4,000 National Guards. Police report that the murder has touched off sporadic acts of violence in a Negro section of the city. In a nationwide television address, President Johnson expressed the nation's shock. Okay, shocked and saddened by the brutal slaying tonight Martin Luther King, I ask every citizen to reject the blind violence that struck Dr. King, who lived by nonviolence. Dr. King had returned to Memphis only yesterday, determined to prove that he could lead a peaceful mass march in support of striking sanitation workers, most of whom are Negroes. Dr. King had this to say last night about the situation in Memphis. Maybe I could understand the denial of certain basic First Amendment privileges because they haven't committed themselves to that, over that. 
There was shock in Harlem tonight when word of Dr. King's murder reached the nation's largest Negro community. Men, women, and children poured into the streets. They feared days. Many were crying. A young Negro said, Dr. King didn't really have to go back to Memphis. Maybe he wanted to prove something. And we're and done for rap. And I've got a four-letter word for you. Don't, as in don't drive drunk. 
someone who's about to drive under the influence. Get the key. Because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This week we lost three big persons that made history in headlines and veterans. Sarah Kemp Brady, widow of James Brady, who was shot during the Reagan era, she has passed away at age 79. Reverend Robert H. Schuler died at the Crystal Cathedral in Garden Grove, California. Passed away this week at age 88. And the wife of the late singer John Lennon, Cynthia Lennon, Passed away at 75. These are the ones we remember. They come out here destined. ordained in 1960. So that he's uh, been an ordained minister for eight years, I guess. He a uh, missionary. Four years old, he saw me for the first time and he said, Oh, you're Robert, you're going to be a preacher. I added to my prayer that night and make me a preacher of my I received $500 from my denomination. 
I would say, first of all, like I said, have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I think his personality changes. Really, if your closest friends are crabby, crabby people, you will. You want to. Who's the nicest people in your country? And then, what more I could say would take the book and I wrote it.
Canada Drive It Theater, local ministers association made fun of me. What did they do? And famous people started coming. I mean, John Wayne. Far from books. He took his card and he wouldn't have to give autographs. Learn anything that's negative to us now. Hallelujah. God bless you. Now may the Lord bless you. Lord, may you say, God, we give you. We're going out. You're lying down. You're rising. You're laboring. And in your In your life. And in your Until you come to stand before Jesus in that same which there is no such no dark, only eternal life and light. Okay, I'm, you got me beat. <laughs> but when you say that, that gets me the old punk too. Yeah. Isn't that thrilling? Yeah. 
affiliations, you know, are really quite amazing. I think of a grandmother. Granddaughter was born. It took the grandchild away before the grandmother could even hold it. remember one Sunday morning, every Sunday morning you come to this church, you know, we say, turn around, take hands with somebody and give them a blessing. God loves you and so do I. Don't you do that right now? Christmas is a good time for that. Take hands with somebody behind you. you to be bright light in a dark world. Come from nowhere and go somewhere. Maybe you're nobody, but you'll become a somebody. Be a bright light. Yo, what's up? This is the Black Eyed Peas, and we're here for Rad, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Music is one of the most important things in our lives, but nothing is more important than life itself. When you drink and drive, you're risking the life of yourself and the lives of everybody on the road. Don't plan to drive, just plan ahead. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi, I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. Get your Smokey on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Be sure to join me on tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., for morning inspirations here on Top Shoe and Jam Radio. That's morning inspirations of Jam Radio 2.1. On Talk Shoe and Jam Radio. I want to also 
invite you to in this Sunday and to tune in with us every Sunday, Sunday evening, as we bring you topics of interest here on Capsule Nation Talk. Thank you all for tuning in with us. Sunday after Sunday. Really good to, to really good to hear see those who still support who still listen to the program. You can still listen to the program um to the archives, um which we we do have on this on this site here on TalkShoe, just go to site, click on this is Nation Talk, and you can get a lot of the programs that you're hearing that you've been listening to, especially those that you've missed. Sunday, and a wonderful 40 week. Continue to pray for us as we pray for you. 
God bless you. We'll see you in the morning for more inspiration. Impact Conference is on at 2 o'clock. Be sure to join the Bishop there. Until then, God bless you and have a wonderful and blessed week. Views and opinions of nature talk are not necessarily the views of talk shoes.
GatewayProductionCenter.com and the sponsors. This has been Nation Talk, a political affairs program. It's Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to join us next Sunday for another Nation Talk here on Talk Tuesday Radio and tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. for morning inspiration for January 2.1. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.